Good morning, everyone. This is Linda Santavica on Pressing Beyond. If we never served in the military, we are still relative to those who did, whether through a family member, a friend, or an acquaintance. Of the many testimonies we've heard, most veterans experience traumatic events that are forever etched in their minds. So how do they reclaim the lives that they were once accustomed to. Executive Director Christine Ree of Restore 22 and her husband Rob came up with a genius idea that would give veterans a place to reconnect, but more so a place that would restore hope. So good morning, Christine. Hi, Linda. Happy to be here. I appreciate you having us on today. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, what you are doing really rolls to the top as far as giving back. Now, you and your husband, Rob, came up with this brilliant idea. So let's start with how this all began with Restore 22. Sure. So I I wish I could tell you that it was our idea. Um, It's actually modeled after something that we saw down in North Carolina, a little town called Mooresville, North Carolina. Uh, There's a place there called Richard's Coffee Shop, and Richard was a Vietnam veteran. And if I got the story correct, Richard uh, owned a coffee shop, and uh, he eventually passed away from effects of Agent Orange. Mm. And the people around him wanted to honor his legacy, so they turned the coffee shop into a nonprofit. It naturally attracted a lot of veterans uh, when Richard was there, so making it a nonprofit to serve veterans was a natural decision for them. My husband and I visited about six or seven years ago, just by chance, we were in town visiting my sister and she said, you have to go to this place. And we did, and it was magic. And we looked at each other and we said, how can we recreate this in Pittsburgh? So and that's the short of it. <laughs> that's And that's how it started. So from that point, I know that you and your husband, um, you partnered with another couple. Yes. So I should uh, take a step back for a second and let the audience know that my husband is a 33-year Air Force veteran. Mm -hmm. And and I have also held positions where I have served veterans. So when we saw Richards, it did, it really struck a chord for us that, Mm -hmm. you know, this was a different way that we could help veterans. So fast forward six or seven years to August of 2022, Rob and I looked at each other and you know, things were different in our lives. Uh, we held different positions. Life circumstances had changed. And I looked at Rob and said, maybe it's time for us to look at doing that coffee shop. And he agreed. And we started to put a plan together. And what was funny is we said, we're not going to tell anybody what we're doing because we, we just weren't ready to let the cat out of the bag yet. So we had met some friends the previous August, I'm sorry, the previous April, Mark and Renee uh, became, we we became very close with Mark and Renee. We met them for lunch one day and I told Rob, remember, we're not going to tell anybody what we're doing. And no sooner did we sit down at the table when I told them what we were doing. There you go. (laughs) There's a reason for everything. Right. I thought, my goodness, what am I doing? And it's funny how the spirit calls you sometimes and you- just it it motivates you and you don't even understand what's happening. But when we had that conversation, we found that Mark and Renee were very interested in what we were doing. And Mark had served in the Marines back in the late 80s and early 90s. 
So I said to them, well, maybe you would like to partner with us. And we just kind of left it at that. And about a week later, we got together with them again for breakfast. And this time they sat at the table and said, were you serious about that coffee shop idea? And we said, yes. And they said, great, because we already have a nonprofit set up and you can have it. Wow. So Restore 22 was their original idea and they started it before COVID uh, as a way to raise money to provide scholarships to veterans in the trades. Mark and Renee own a plumbing business called Veteran Plumbing. Once COVID hit, they refocused the nonprofit to feeding veterans in need. And then as things came back to normal, it just kind of petered out from there. In fact, they told us about two weeks before we approached them, they were considering shutting it down. So this is why I think this is divine. I, I had oh, every yeah. not to tell what we were doing and it just burst out of me. And there was a reason for that. Absolutely. Uh, that's how God works too. Okay. So now the, the four of you all aligned in your thinking and you want to move forward with Restore 22. So what are the goals? What are the foundations of Restore 22? Yeah, so we do have four goals. Um, one is to prevent the 22 veteran suicides that happen every day. And that's where the, re 20, the 22 comes from. We want to restore our veterans before they go down that path. And it's hard to believe 22 veterans a day commit suicide, but actually there are studies out there that that show that that number probably should be doubled. That was, um, you know, when I was reading uh, notes on this, and I did a little research on this, Christine, mm -hmm. when I knew you were going to be on the podcast, I was, I was not aware of that, that the suicide rate was so high. Yes. And it's heartbreaking. And it's heartbreaking, especially from those of us who know people who have served. It's a brotherhood, right? Mm -hmm. And when you lose one, it doesn't matter if you personally know them or not. It, it's a, it's a blow. So we want to help prevent that. Uh, so that's goal number one. Goal number two is to provide a place where veterans can come together and rebuild the camaraderie that they miss when they leave the service. So with less than 1% of the population serving, once you separate from the military, it's hard to stay connected. So maybe your neighbors didn't serve. You know, if you have a civilian job, those people probably didn't serve. So now, who are you talking to about a time in your life that was so important? So veterans can start to feel isolated. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, there's people who are still serving who may have experienced some traumatic events or things during their deployments that maybe they should really have help with, mm -hmm. but they're afraid to speak to the people that they work with because sometimes that could be career altering or career ending. Mm -hmm. And they're not ready to give that up. So at a place like our coffee shop, they could come and meet other veterans who are not connected where they work and hopefully find some help talking through their issues with them. Our third goal is to be a resource, a referral agency for other great organizations that are, are doing wonderful things to support our veterans. We don't feel like we need to reinvent the wheel there. Uh, there's already uh, a lot of organizations doing really great things. So let's partner with them and help support them as well. Additionally, we're running some of our own programs. Mm -hmm. We have a monthly bicycle ride, April through October. We are hosting monthly coffees right now. We hope to grow that to weekly as we grow our community. And we are adding a, what we're calling a military mindful movement moment. 
um, that focuses on stretching techniques and breathing techniques to help in stressful situations. Oh, and lastly, our fourth goal is to bridge the gap between the military and civilian divide. Because as I mentioned earlier, less than 1% of the population serves. So there are a lot of people out there who do not understand the sacrifices that our veterans make and that their families make. And, you know, excuse me, it's very distressing to me to learn that they're not teaching patriotism in our schools today. No, it's heartbreaking. So we would like to, and we have ideas to bring the civilian population and veterans together to Mm -hmm. create a broader understanding and to educate our school-age children. That's extraordinary. Now, one of the things said before you're having veterans come together to have coffee. Where is this where is this coffee shop located or going to be located? So right now, because we don't have our building, we were very blessed by another nonprofit who opened up their doors to us to host our coffee events. That's wonderful. And that is uh, Coriopolis Youth Creations. They're mm-hmm. in Coriopolis. They're doing amazing work in the community there, supporting school-age kids, mm-hmm. um, a lot with after-school programs and activities. And, and they're amazing. So we're very thankful to be able to partner with them. Eventually, when we raise enough funds, we would like our coffee shop to be located in Coriopolis for a number of reasons. One, because my husband and I, were from Moon Township, so that would be close to us. Two, there's a lot of amazing things going on in Coriopolis now. Oh, it's a wonderful town. Yes. They have all these shops and little restaurants. It's a great walking street. No, I think it's, I think it's a great place for a coffee shop. Yes, there's a eclectic businesses, new uh-huh. restaurants coming. It's it's on the cusp of something really big, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lastly, we Coriopolis is on the bus line. We want to make it easy for veterans to get to us if they don't have access to a car or they can't drive. Right, and wherever we end up, that's the most important goal: is we want to be on the bus line to make it easy for people to find us. First of all, I just also I noticed you had a great write up in uh, was it the. Was it was it? Pittsburgh Magazine. Yes, Pittsburgh Magazine. Yes. yes, I read the article and it's amazing how uh, the exposure you're already getting. I just want to say for me personally to have you on this podcast encourage me to read more about veterans because my father served uh, mm. way back when. But what's interesting to me is when veterans get out of serving and how their lives they're just, their perception on everything is so different. Yes. And one of the things that I thought was really interesting is that when they come out of serving and they re-enter, you know, the civilian life and they go get a job and let's say they do get a job in the service, there's structure and there's camaraderie. They're, they're all on the same mission. Whereas going into the workforce and civilian life, there's a lot of competition especially like in the corporate world, everybody's climbing to the la- up the ladder and there's only one position up there. Yes, yeah, so you bring up a good point about the employment. When you're in the service, everything is very structured. Yes. As you mentioned, you wear the same uniform, your, mm-hmm. your job path is cut out for you. You know exactly what you need to do to be promoted. It, it's a lot different in the civilian world. And if you try to translate that to the civilian world, it, it, is, a, it is a struggle. Yeah, because people don't understand the structure or the regimen or veterans can come across as being 
too assertive, almost aggressive. Right. And also too, the disciplines are very different. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could work in a in the corporate world and be under a micromanager, or you could be in a department where they're like, just get the job done. The the roll call is different. The there's, you know, the structures are so different. So I thought of that when I was reading all this information and I thankful for our veterans and we acknowledge them on certain holidays. But when you think about what they're going through day to day, when they get out of serving, right. uh, it takes on a whole different meaning. Right. And it takes on a whole different meaning too. If they're, if they've had deployments overseas, if they've been oh. deployed to a war zone, one right. day, somebody could be in the middle of a war zo- zone being shot at their deployments over They're back home, uh, need to find a civilian job and no dis- disrespect to Home Depot, but they could be selling lawn furniture in Home Depot. How do you reconcile that? So they're obviously too, and the training they have was for combat and it was strength training, I'm sure, and all that. So how do they come into the fray of the workforce? Exactly. And how do you take your skills that you know from a military jargon point of view mm-hmm. to translate into the civilian world? That's often a challenge for veterans. They have a wealth of skills. They're great leaders. They know how to get the job done. But how you write it for your military resume doesn't translate to a civilian resume. And and there are organizations out there that'll help them with that. But yes, it's a challenge. All right. So now, Christine, you have, you mentioned it before. First of all, your website, restore22.org. Yes. And on the website, you have some events in the pipeline, which I think are wonderful. You have that bike ride and a golf outing, I believe. Yes. Mm -hmm. You have a few things on there that I think are really, I think everybody out there, this is something you need to do. You need to go to restore22.org. And you also have coffee. Oh, yes. We have coffee bags for sale. Because we're going to get on there and buy some coffee. Thank you. So since we are going to be a coffee shop, we thought we one of the ways we could help spread the word is by branding our own coffee. And we are very thankful to be partnering with Nicholas Coffee in downtown Pittsburgh and Market Square, who's been there for about 100 years. They are fantastic partners, great supporters of the military. And we are just so happy that they're working with us to, excuse me, to promote our product. All right. So now, Christine, this is a, as an, I'm, I'm going to read this. Restore 22, a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing a relaxful, informal environment for military veterans to connect with each other and with resources that can enhance their quality of life. And you also welcome civilians who want to support and connect with these service members. So what right now is your priority to move forward with Restore 22? Financially, of course, Yes. But how else can we all support you to get this up and running? One of the challenges when you're starting a new organization mm-hmm. is getting the word out. Of course, we want the financial contributions. Mm-hmm. We need that to make this a reality. There are people out there in a position to do that, and we would love to hear from them. Times are tough for a lot of people these days, too. And there aren't maybe so many people that have discretionary funds around to donate to us. And we understand that. But what they but, can do is help us spread the word. Right. I do know people, I hear it all the time. People say, you know, I those especially nearing retirement or, you know, they're not ready to retire, but they have time on their hands and they may want to help out. You think about somebody who can work in the coffee shop yes. or 
thank you for bringing that up (laughs) yeah because no seriously because this is you you know you're very much in the embryonic stage of things but once things get moving you're going to need some helping hands and i know there's people out there i think that would love to get involved with this you are exactly right once we open our coffee shop we're going to need volunteers to help us run it even now before we have our coffee shop we could use a handful of volunteers here and there Uh, As we grow this and the opportunities to promote ourselves become more frequent, I can't do this by myself. My husband's working a full-time job, but he can't do it by himself. We would love to bring on a handful of people who understand and support our mission and and can speak our mission to others and help us promote. Yes, that would be amazing. And I suggest everybody get on there. Again, we all know somebody who served. Here's our way of giving back. So, Christine, I really appreciate this opportunity, Linda. Like I mentioned, we're just trying to get the word out. And I know that your podcast is going to help us do that. So thank you for taking the time. Restore22.org. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Linda. Mm -hmm.